I want to share with you what the anointing will do for you. He said, what the anointing can do for me. Uh, you are not saying properly. Say louder. Okay. So the anointing has an ability to do certain things for you. But unfortunately, so many people today do not notice this secret. Any person today who I'm going to anoint, I can actually challenge you that start observing your life. Things will begin to shift. From the scripture we just uh, 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 spread on the screen, it says, then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him. This is David. In the midst of his brethren, and the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Somebody said, from that day forward. It was not from that day backward. It was from that day when God anoints you, he does not look what happened in your past. He begins to look what will happen forward. From now, how your life will be. It is because of the anointing that will come upon your life today. Now watch this. The Bible here says, and Samuel took the horn of oil. I just love this. Do you know what the Bible is saying here? It says, and what happened? He said he took a horn of oil. You hear me? And anointed David. And when after anointing him, the Spirit of God, what happened? Came upon him. Hear this truth. Hear this truth. It is the decision of Samuel to hold the anointing oil in his hand. But the decision to anoint somebody is in the heart of God. Hear me. Hear me this. Do you notice when David, when David came to be anointed, the Bible says he was anointed in the presence of his brothers. Did you hear that? Not in the presence of the country. Not in the presence of his friends. It was a secret. Uh, you may not get it properly. Let me uh, just take you a bit into verse 1 of 1 Samuel chapter 16. Watch what the Bible here says. The Bible says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thy mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him from running, from reigning over Israel. Fill thy horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Okay, verse 2. And Samuel said, how can I go? If he saw he ate, he will kill me. And the Lord said, take an heifer with thee and say, I'm come to sacrifice to the Lord. Now, I want you to see something here. When, when Samuel was going to anoint David, 
it was a secret. It was only in the presence of his brothers. When major one is anointing you today, it is a secret. It is only in the presence of the church. Hear this what the Bible says. I want you to hear this. He was anointed secretly in the house. Now, hear what the Bible says. It says, I, I just like this. The whole night I kept on, you know, praying over this scripture. You know what the Bible says? It says, and when Samuel poured oil upon David, the Spirit of God came upon him. Why was the Spirit not coming before pouring of the oil? That is our one million dollar question today. Why was the Spirit... Why didn't the spirit, why didn't the spirit just, no, on his own? Why didn't the spirit just go on him? Because we hear in the Bible that so many moments, the spirit of God came upon Samson. But it was not when the anointing came on him. But David, it was only when the anointing came on his head. That tells you the fact that some people elsewhere... The Spirit of God can come upon them without anointing falling on them does not mean somewhere else also the Spirit can just come without the anointing being put first. Now, it means for somebody, the Spirit to come upon him. Okay? There's a need of something to be done. Now, what was the difference between Samson and David. Samson, the spirit will just come on him. Without oil being poured upon. And David, he needed the oil to be poured. What was the difference? Okay, the difference, it is the meaning of oil. Oil represents honor. Number one. Number two, oil represents power. What controls dollar in the whole world? It is oil. Why? Because oil has power. Oh, I'm not talking to somebody here. Whether it is cooking oil, whether it is oil for, for, for fuel, whatever it is, but it is oil. Oil is a symbol of honor. Oil is a symbol of royalty. Anything to do with the royalty, it is oil. Oil is a symbol of power. And oil is a symbol of healing. Am I talking to somebody here? If you, are, if you have a wound that is dry, so dry, the medicine is oil. You take oil and put on the wound. And before you know it, it heals because of oil. So oil is a symbol of healing. Oil is a symbol of power. Oil is a symbol of honor. Oil is a Are you following? Yes. Are you following somebody? Yes. Now, hear the meanings of oil. So when, when, when God tells a person to anoint you, it means there is honor being put on you. There is healing being put on you. There is power being put on you. This is why, because Samson was not put oil on his head. We may not wonder why he never became a king. Did you hear that? No wonder he had no power. 
of leadership. No wonder he did not have honor. You can't compare the honor which David had with the honor of Samson until today. David is more honored until this day. Do you know why? Somebody say the answer is oil. No, say the answer is oil. Look at your neighbor. Say, oh, neighbor, are you honored? Do people honor you? Tell your neighbor, say the answer is what? Listen to me. You must first of all understand the reason why many people don't benefit from the anointing oil. They don't even know what the anointing, why did God say use oil? Oil from ancient of days, I once told you, was being used until today on livestock. The word anointing or the word shamaim, it is to anoint livestock, especially sheep. Now, if you have animals, okay, there are these ticks. How many here they know ticks? Ticks. How many know ticks? Small, small insects that attack animals on the ears. You see those small, small things that move around the, the animals and they suck blood. So ticks, ticks, when they attack an animal, they would take oil until today. And put in other places, they use paraffin, which also is oil. And they put on the ears. The moment the, 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 the ticks or, or the parasites, the moment they feel the oil, automatically on their own, they fall down. They fall down. And you must understand, when God looks at us, he looks at us with the mind of us being livestock. He looks at us as his sheep. Are you following? We are the sheep of God. We are the sheep of his pasture. That's why the Lord is our shepherd. Uh, you can't have a shepherd without the sheep. So when God looks at us, he looks at us like the sheep. So, now if we have to remove the parasites, we need oil. Every parasite today will come out in the name of Jesus. Every spiritual parasite, every demonic parasite will come out in the name of Jesus. Follow this. And I want you to hear this. Because we are about to do something now. The reason why most of the times me, I, I anoint myself most of the time, before sleeping. I know. The Bible says, the more you anoint yourself, in Psalm 92, verse 10, the more you anoint yourself, the more your horn increases. Your horn is your strength. He says, he has anointed me with oil, and my horn has grown. My horn, my strength, like a horn of a unicorn. A unicorn is an animal that looks like a horse. But the secret is, 
for the, for the horn to grow, it has got one horn on the forehead here, a unicorn. has a, one horn here. But the secret is for them to make that horn grow on a horse, they take oil and they anoint on the forehead of, the, of that animal. And the more they anoint it, the more the horn comes out. And that animal is called a unicorn. So Psalm 92 verse 10, it says, He has anointed me with oil. Huh. But my horn shall thou exhort, like the horn of the unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. So the more you put fresh oil on a unicorn, the more the horn what? Grows. The more you stop, the horn also what? Stops. So if you have to have your horn growing, a horn represents your strength. If you need your strength to keep on growing, you must keep on anointing yourself with oil. So David says, he has anointed me with fresh oil and my horn is growing like a unicorn. Listen to this. So David comes in the house and someone takes anointing and anoints him. And I want you to follow this. He takes anointing and anoints him. Are you following? Yes. Are you following? Yes. After anointing him, it was a secret. Nobody knew. No one heard about it. No one knew. No one what? The way you're answering is like you are not going to be anointed. No one knew. No one heard about it. You there? Now, let me show you something. Now, that was 1 Samuel 16. Now, he was anointed as a what? As a king. Samuel said, I anoint you as a king. And Samuel left. What I do to you as a prophet in secret, people will do to you in public. Now, you didn't hear me. What Samuel did to David in what? In his secret. People did the same thing to David in the public. Second Samuel 2 from verse 1. Now it came to pass after the death of Saul when David was returned from the sword of the Amalekites and David had abode two days in Ziklag. Verse 2. So David went up thither, and his two wives also, Ahinoam, the Jezreelites, uh, and Abigail, Nabal's wife, the Carmelites. Now, verse 3, the Bible says, what happened? And his men that were with him, did David bring up every man with his household, and they dwelt in the cities of Hebron. I want you to hear very well from verse 4 what the Bible says. Can you imagine? And the men of Judah came and, they, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. Who anointed David to be a king? You see now the problem now. Until today, people were thinking it was actually Samuel who anointed David to become a king. No. Samuel anointed David in secret to be a king. But the people of Judah anointed David in public 
to be their king. No, you didn't hear that? Did you see that? Remember, it was a secret. Even the men of Judah who were anointing David to become a king, they didn't even know that Samuel did it. Are, are you following? Are you following somebody? Who anointed here from this scripture? Who anointed David to become a king? Now let's read together. Okay, give me NIV. And I want us to read together. Who anointed him? The men of Judah. But who anointed him at first? Was it in public? What happened in secret? If I anoint you here to get a job, some company will employ you in public. Now you didn't hear what I just said. If I anoint you here, whatever you are anointed for here, it is what people will do for you in public. Are you here? Are you understanding? You see, the moment you receive the anointing from a prophet, wherever you shall go, people will be forced to do the same on you. Do you know what happened? Wherever David was going, after anointing came on him, people were honoring him. They didn't know why they were honoring. There was oil. That oil represented honor. That oil represented power. That oil represented what? Healing. That oil represented what? Royalty. When anointing comes on you, anointing will put an embargo to poverty. So when the anointing came on David, do you know what happened next? Do you know what happened next to David? He was invited in the palace. L listen to this. Listen to this. The president had a sickness. And they needed someone to come and heal the president. David was not a physician. He was not a medical doctor. Do you hear that? Yes. Who the president needed? King Saul. He needed a physician or a doctor. So he asked his people to say, who can help me with this problem? Because he had a problem with his... Uh... He was supposed to be referred to all these, you know, uh, mental hospitals. But guess what the answer was? Uh, I think there's a young boy who plays instruments very well. Is, 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 this, is it connected? Answer my question. Is there a connection? The president is asking his advisors, I have a problem, I can't sleep, I feel tormented, I feel like I'm running mad. Instead of saying, let's go to a mental hospital, they're like, uh, there is a young boy who plays instruments very well. 
things? Is that connected? All what David had was oil. This oil came to put an embargo, to put a stop to poverty in his family. <laughs> now, hear this. So they say this. Can you imagine you, you never applied? And at the state house, they're talking. They say, please, we need to invite David. So they invited David. When he comes like this, when just played an instrument, oh madness. Do you know why? Anointing represents healing. Do you know what happens? Oil represents honor. If I anoint you, I'm saying that I am giving you what? Honor. Oil represents power. If I anoint you, I'm re it represents I'm giving you power. Oil represents deliverance. If I'm giving you oil, it means I'm giving you deliverance. Oil represents uh, uh, healing. So the moment I anoint you, okay, and the word anointing comes from the word mimishak, which means attraction. It means what? You didn't hear me. It means what? Attraction, Mimshak. So if I anoint you, it means I am giving you what? I want you to know something here, what I'm telling you. God has given us, the Bible says he gave us everything pertaining to godliness. God gave us everything. You know, David, in many Psalms, which he wrote before he was a king, before he was even anointed, there are so many Psalms which he was complaining. He even he said, even if my mom, even if my dad can forsake me, you know, he had all those type of uh, Psalms which he wrote. God shall be with me. Do you know, David was complaining. Okay, if you don't know the story of David, okay, if you don't know the story of David, you must understand who David was. Okay? You must understand who David was. You must understand, because the grandfather of David was Boaz. Hear this. So, David, I want you to hear something here. David's grandfather was Boaz. Boaz had married someone who was a Midianite. Do you hear me? In Israel, Midians, okay, and Israelites are not friends, and we are not friends. Why? When the people of Israel were coming from Egypt, it was in Midian where they said, you will not pass through our territory. Are you following this? And because of that, there was serious hatred. So when the Bible speaks of Boaz, marrying who? Marrying who? Who was Ruth? Huh? It's like you know, but you are doubting. Who was Ruth? She was from where? Now, you, you look at that. So, the, in the whole territory, and I want you to see something here that is very, very important, okay? 
when the king of Israel, in those days they didn't have kings, okay? In those days they didn't have kings. They had judges, they had prophets. So Moses is coming with them, okay? As they are coming like that, they found that the only way to pass to Israel was a territory of Midian, which is also connected to what is called Moab, okay? And some other people, they know the territory of Moab. And when they want to pass through the territory, the Midianites and the Moabites, if you hear the Bible, you hear all the nuts, nuts, nuts. It was one territory, okay? Now they said, you will not pass through here. You will not. Now, can you imagine... This was so controversial for Boaz to marry a woman from a territory where they were not allowed to marry. Not only that, a territory where they, they actually refused them to have access to pass through. It was a serious rejection. And I want you to hear something. So, from that moment, I, I, are you following this story? Are you following this story? Or you are, you are? The family of David was the most rejected family because they were like colors. They were a mixed race. Are you following what I'm trying to tell you? They were a mixed race. Most of the Psalms of David, if you read them, he is actually speaking how his family was isolated. I hope you're hearing that, right? Then God says, from the family of Jesse, from the root of Jesse, a shoot will sprout. From that family, which was rejected. So, how would we solve this equation of rejection? You come from a family of rejection, the whole Israel doesn't accept you, acknowledge you, no one employs you, no one takes you serious. How would we break this rejection? The answer is oil. The Moabites, the Midianites, all the nuts, whatever you call them, they were not allowed. There was a territory, all the territory, all the territory of Moab, which broke up to Midian and all these other territories. They were not allowed to, to be married to people of Israel. Are you following what I'm telling you? What, what Boaz did, he was not supposed to do it. And the rejection was broken when the anointing came. He was invited in the palace. Not only that, when he went in the palace, when he played an instrument, demons were coming out. The reason why you are anointed, it's not just because it's just for you to, to get a job or to get a business. No. Even when you go home, when you start worshiping in the house, demons must leave your family. Am I talking to somebody in this place? When you go, when you go, when you begin to pray, 
Demons must leave your mother. Demons must leave your sister. Demons must leave.